Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. I'm your host today, Pastor Neil Radical. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity in Christ's kingdom at Emmanuel. Today for our devotion, I wanted to read to you an article. Maybe you've seen it if you've gotten the most recent Spokesman. Spokesman is a CLC production. It's a magazine that if you're interested in, you can certainly let us know here. But it's an article written by Pastor Bruce Nauman from our sister congregation in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And the title is Welcome Back to Church. So these devotional thoughts here are based on several scriptures. I thought it was fitting as we talk about returning to church with all the COVID things going on and some different considerations. You might like some of the things he says. You might not. I'm always willing to discuss more. But I thought it would be worth reading. Pastor Nauman writes, Bruce Nauman, not Joe Nauman, During the past year of pandemic isolation, we all have been very thankful to God that he has provided us with the means to share his word through live streaming and other venues. Thanks be to God that he has spared the large majority of our members from severe health problems due to the virus. Now that restrictions have been eased and the danger has subdued somewhat, it's a good time to remind each other of the blessings of in-person fellowship. The word fellowship has to do with sharing. Church fellowship can be described as whatever Christians do together as spiritual partners. Examples include worship, prayer, singing hymns and spiritual songs, sharing the Lord's Supper, Christian education, mutual encouragement in God's word and mission work. God wants us God wants to bless his believers through the interactive exercise of their faith with others who share the same beliefs in Jesus, founded on the truth of his word. This fellowship that we share was never meant to be purely passive. Yes, it's possible to do these things in a limited way from a distance, but the best blessings come when you give as well as receive. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Galatians 6.2 says, Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Is there a problem with hearing God's word and practicing one's Christian faith at home? No, we should all be doing that. But when we have the opportunity, God's encouragement is to be with each other regularly. Hebrews 10.25 says, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. It may often seem like attending a church service is only a passive thing anyway, but the fact that you make a point of being there is very important to all the others, since it gives you the opportunity for mutual sharing of the gospel, for greeting your fellow Christians in Jesus' name, and for offering your personal support to them. Consider a similar example of the importance of being there. If a close relative or dear friend were getting married and you were able to attend, how would it benefit others if you said, Thanks for the invitation. I'll be watching it at home. Isn't it an even more special occasion when the Lord himself invites us to spend time actually together with our fellow church members to hear his word, sing his praises, pray in his name, and receive Jesus' true body and blood in communion? The fact that we are present says to everyone, because of what God has done for us in Christ, I want to take advantage of every opportunity to gather with others who believe this good news, not only for my benefit, but for theirs as well. Of course, there are always those who, because of their circumstances, have little opportunity to share in person for fellowship. 
Those who are shut-ins or who live at a far distance from church are isolated by necessity. Our congregations strive to bridge this gap by bringing church to them through pastoral and member visits, through the mail and by electronic means. We also understand that some of our members are still exercising caution in order to avoid becoming ill and that this is a personal health decision. Welcome back to church. Worshiping together is a positive way to strengthen your own faith and to share that faith with others through word and sacrament. Our focus should always be on the great gifts that God has given to us in His Son as our Redeemer and the Lord's promise to provide us with the great blessings that personal interactive fellowship will bring. With a Savior like ours, we can all have the cheerful attitude that David expressed in Psalm 122, verse 1. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. I hope that you enjoyed that spokesman article. Once again, if you're looking for more information on that, please email myself. More information on receiving the spokesman, email myself or Hillary Lee, our church secretary. If you've already read the devotion, sometimes for me it's nice to hear it also. So hopefully this was a benefit to you who are listening. Weekly update reminders, we do have our 7 p.m. Wednesday Bible class. Although this was supposed to come out on Wednesday, we got a little bit behind, so this is coming out on Thursday, so we've already had that class. We are not planning on having online Bible class next week. I will be leading a youth group uh, next Wednesday night, and I will not be able to be here for that time. The calendar has been updated. No online Bible class next Wednesday. 6.30 Men's Breakfast resumes this Friday. We are studying the Gospel of Matthew. Because of the floors being waxed, we are going to be meeting in the History Room. We've gotten permission from teacher Ben Handel for this, so we thank him for that. Pastor Paul Nolting has joyfully offered to guest preach while Pastor Nauman is away. So the best weekend that he was able to do that was this coming weekend. So we're looking forward to having Pastor Paul Nauman, Paul Nolting, uh, sorry, reading my notes here, Look forward to having Pastor Paul Nolting bring us the gospel this coming weekend. This week, the floors have been or are being finished waxed. So we thank you for all the helpers, the Olmanson brothers primarily, and all the other helpers that they had to help with this. Uh, thank you for all that. If they need help putting things back, please do offer your help to them as far as returning some of those items to the classrooms and basement and so forth. A lot of work went into that. We can't thank you all enough for your work in this area. Next week, Tuesday night, council and committee meetings, so please pay attention to that. And also, we just want to continue to give thanks for all those who've been working on the various projects. The Narthex also, the carpet was removed there in the past week or so, and so thank you for all the helpers that did that. We're looking forward to the new flooring in the Narthex area. On our prayer list, Sue Heise, we prayed for, was hospitalized for a couple of weeks. Now she is at Oaklawn for therapy for potentially a few months. Was able to see her today and uh, had a nice visit and was able to bring her the Lord's Supper. Just a reminder on that, please do let myself know when you're in the hospital. Now that things are opening up a little bit, it's nice to be able to get back in and see people. So looking forward to knowing those things because we normally aren't told. We're also praying for Steve Groth. He lives in Zabrota, one of our members from along for, for quite some time. He has had eye problems and he's been going blind rather quickly. However, more recently, he's been learning more about the infection that he currently has. He's had some improvement and they're working on that. So we hopefully hear more back on that soon. Please keep Steve in your prayers. Also, we continue to pray for Marie Meyer, Grace Schreier's sister in Red Wing, who still, still struggles with the cancer. And of course, little Lila, 
uh, Schaller, Tim and Laura's uh, baby from uh, the Eau Claire area, and then Pastor and Rachel Nauman's little daughter, Addie. We keep those very early preemie girls in our purse, but they both are growing and growing stronger and every day. So we thank the Lord for that. This brings us to our adoption of the day. And last time we talked about the first commandment in the sense of open and secret idolatry. The first commandment in that regard. And now today I want to mention a little bit with the third commandment. I'm skipping the second commandment for now, but we're talking about this idea in connection with our devotion earlier on when we had Bruce Nauman's Welcome Back to Church. It's important in his very evangelical tone of that to also remember, this is more of the law side, to, as the third commandment says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. So again, even right now, if you feel compelled to stay at home, there is a point and there's an attitude that we can have about not attending God's house. And maybe that's not in you. Maybe you're maybe you are always joyful in going into the house of the Lord, as he expressed in Psalm 122, verse 1. But the third commandment is that reminder because the Lord says he does not want us to forsake that assembling of ourselves together. The children of Israel had a problem with this. Not only did they set up that golden calf, but they tended to drift away from God's word and his promises. So part of God's command was that gathering together of his believers to grow in their faith, to grow in their unity in God's word, and to be on the same page with how that looks and how we conduct ourselves as lights and witnesses in the world. So the importance of gathering together, I think of it in any other thing in our life. The importance of unity is important, and the importance of gathering together and showing up is so important too. Again, at this time, maybe online is that best way. However, there might come a time where we want to continue to see you in God's house and be able to enjoy the gospel together. And so you think of that in connection with school that's just around the corner. How useful is our schooling if we are guilty of truancy by not showing up, by not attending to those classes, by not receiving that instruction? How useful is any education if we don't learn from that education and put that time in to grow in our knowledge? How this can this be translated to our work life? How important is this to translate with our family life? If you're not putting time into your marriage, that quality time with your spouse, that relationship will most likely suffer because that relationship is not growing with the time spent communicating and expressing that love and intimacy. And so same thing with our Lord's house. If we're not receiving the Lord's communication from his word on a daily basis, which is, can be difficult at times with our busy lives, in the very least, the Lord reminds us to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You need to take a break from your week and rest in hearing God's word and the comfort of his word to you about not only how we've sinned, but how to live in Christ and how to desire to seek the Lord's house, the desire to seek the Lord's word, the desire to seek that growth in our faith. So then when our faith is put to the test, we can stand as Ephesians 6 reminds us with that armor of God. And as we are reminded throughout the word of God about seeking first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, as Matthew 6 tells us. And we don't need to worry about tomorrow. So the importance of spending time remembering the Sabbath day by seeking out that day of rest with the Lord is for the growth in our faith, as Pastor Bruce Nauman pointed out in his article, but also by showing the Lord that we are desiring to put him first in our life and put aside those other 
things that would come up. And that's the daily challenge that we have, that we need forgiveness for, and that forgiveness that we find through Christ as he builds us up in the word and sacrament. And so as we give thanks for this today, again, a very brief overview of the third commandment, remembering the Lord's house, remembering the desire to seek his word and seek his forgiveness when we failed. I want to close with the hymn of the day by looking at the Lutheran hymnal, hymn 135. Now this is talking about the transfiguration of Jesus on the mount where Peter, James, and John were there and they talked about Lord, how wonderful it is for us for to be here, but certainly fits so well with this idea of being in God's house, where he communicates to us through his word, through his prophets, through his apostles, the truths of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'll read those five short verses to you here from the Lutheran hymnal, "'Tis good, Lord, to be here." "'Tis good, Lord, to be here. Thy glory fills the night. Thy face and garments light the sun, shine with unborrowed light. Tis good, Lord, to be here, thy beauty to behold, where Moses and Elijah stand, thy messengers of old. Fulfiller of the past, promise of things to be, we hail thy body glorified, and our redemption see. Before we taste of death, we see thy kingdom come. We fain would hold the vision bright and make this hill our home. Tis good, Lord, to be here, Yet we may not remain, but since thou bidst us leave the mount, come with us to the plain. Amen. Thank you for joining us today and listening in on the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.